shit. Let's try this one again. Round two. Yeah, we uh, we recorded maybe ten minutes on Wednesday. Yeah, to... before my laptop took a crap all up. As I say, took a crap top. I took a crap top. Uh, I took a poo. For some reason, your mic just kept disconnecting. Yeah, and it's uh, the worst because I was making some really funny jokes there, and you couldn't even hear me, and then I feel like you weren't even laughing at my jokes. So I went to therapy on it, and uh, <laughs> here we are later that, that week. Now I'm more patient, and um, when I go to therapy, I all I think about is playing my games on Twitch, which is Nerds of Podcasts. Instagram is Nerd Podcasts. But our YouTube is Nerds of Podcast, same as Gmail, Nerds of Podcast at gmail.com. And our Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Nerds of Podcast. No, Facebook triggers me. So oh. triggered. Just... Triggered. Um Yeah, so we're this is week I think three or four in a row, man. We're really we really out here. We really out here in the studio. <laughs> um I do vow to take more pictures and I started setting up some pictures today. And then uh Actually, I had to do some work, so I went back to doing work. Because that's what pays the bills. <laughs> so I could hone on these skills. Hone in on them skills. Mm-hmm. Skills to pay the bills. Um, yeah, I've been uh, not doing more work. La- uh, you know what? I'm going to get into my week because I have a funny story about last night. Cool, go ahead. It's been... Uh, <laughs> so I... Got the writing group back together, uh, so I met up last night with Nate and Larry, former host Nate, and uh, no way, really, yeah, and Larry, former guest, um, and uh, my buddy Gabe, who we, I worked on the um, game shows with, and we met. We, we were trying to go to a comedy open mic because I I have a project I want to do that involves stand up comedy, and I none of us want to do stand up or act, so we need to find you know people who do stand-up or who are willing to do stand-up and act because part of it is doing stand-up so i have a friend who does stand-up um i'll plug him his name is shaw smith he's pretty funny he's a orlando native but uh he gets on some pretty good bills man well he's not down here so that doesn't help me well he comes down here so that could help you i mean could he come down here for a weekly shooting schedule no he cannot nope no he cannot yard can you make it to orlando Fuck no. <laughs> Anyways, okay. so uh, Gabe had found a listing of open mics, and I'm like, he sent it to me, like, Gabe, there's no way. I looked for an hour and a half on Google. Like, I looked everywhere I could, and I couldn't find any open mics, like any valid things that I could verify were happening. And he's like, no, I looked. You know, here's the schedule, whatever. So we went to this place called Murphy's Tavern. And Gabe was late because he he tutors like he owns a tutoring business and uh, he had like a student from we were meeting at eight and he didn't get done to like seven forty five or something so you know he just had to get there whatever so I meet Larry and Nate there and fucking I go inside and it is one hundred percent elderly people like a packed bar packed like wall to wall elderly people and they were dancing and there was like a dude you know one of those like you know those like bar acts those like lounge singers they're basically karaoke guys like to just have like a little karaoke machine and they sing please tell me that was hot rod it was no it was a guy named ray ray something oh and, and, but he looked like he i couldn't Can you tell. take a step back and and explain to the audience here who hot rod is well hot rod is a rod stewart impersonator that <laughs> <laughs> plays every wednesday at uh 
<laughs> Irish restaurant down here, and he's incredible. He's legit. Yeah. He now, sounds and looks like him. I think he's technically Scottish or something, so he's not Irish. Um, but still. This guy was like a cheese ball. He was wearing like a leopard print uh, blazer, and he had, like, he was old, and he had his hair dyed like brown like you know that weird fake like mark cuban on shark tank like how he dyes his hair little boy brown it's it was that color i could when i first walked in i'm like i can't tell if that's a man or a woman and then finally i walked up and it was a dude or whatever he identified they identified as you know i don't know it could be a fucking someone who's non-gender conforming i don't know but uh it was fucking hilarious like and then nate kept texting in our group chat like Oh man, you're missing some really good comics, dude. <laughs> and Gabe was like, "I'm on my way." And then he showed up, and we're like, "What's up, bro? <laughs> Fucking thanks for this." Um, yeah. But we then then we got tacos, so uh, it was really good. There's a so we went to this is just to localize for you. Uh, we went to a place called Tacos Locos. Nice. Uh, yeah. On commercial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Everything was like homemade. You know, it was it was really legit. Um. So and then we you know it was it was actually good because we started talking you know we kind of talked through the idea because I I had already pitched it to Gabe and Nakia but I hadn't talked to um, Nate or Larry so I got to like kind of work through it with them and they had some really good ideas so it it ended up being good but you can't talk about it I mean you, you're you're kind of alluding to what you want to talk about but you're not talking about fuck it. no you don't give out your ideas then someone could listen to this podcast and make it before I do. No, but now, now there's proof that you did it first, okay? Yeah, no, that doesn't matter. Oh, okay. It's All just right, a make... it's a it's a web series that I want to do that involves comedians. That's what I'll say for now. Okay. When I'm when um, I'm actively I may, working. I on may it. have a guy or a girl for you. I'm not sure if you're uh if you are prejudiced or sexist towards uh girls, but no. you know, the guy or a girl, stand up person. No, I have uh I have no preference on who, just someone who's willing to act. And do stand-up. And if they want to write the stand-up, that's fine. If not, we can write it for them, you know. But they're going to do the act. You know who's actually really funny? Who? You. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do stand-up. I know I I can be funny, but I just have no interest in doing stand-up. You just have no filter. Yeah. And Nate, you know, Nate does stand-up, and he's, he's a very funny guy. It's just, he was saying, like, A, I may not want you know, all my jokes out on, on the internet. I might be, you know, working on stuff. I don't really want to put out my, my actual standup, but I also don't want to put myself out as a, not me and do like a character, you know? Um, and he's like, and you know, my job could, you know, if someone, you know, he, yeah, he, he does video he's a professional for, guy. yeah, yeah. I don't want to say who, but he's no, a professional yeah, exactly. guy. And you don't want to like, he works for, you know, he, he does video, he's with video people. So they will see this stuff. Like, it doesn't matter if he works on something like I, you know, he. I don't think he'll get in trouble for being someone who filmed. He's not in front of the camera. There's no proof, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, we may be writing jokes or whatever that are not, you know, not necessarily great for a corporate world. So, um, so I understood, and you know, I told him I'm like, I just thought of him because he's funny. You know, I know he does stand up and he's a good actor. So, but if he's not interested, like, I, to act, I'd love to have him film because he's also great at that. So, um, but yeah, so. That was fun. Um, what else have I been up to? So, I'll talk about um, the color out of space. I watched that last weekend. It's a new uh, movie with 
Nicolas Cage that's based on an H.P. Lovecraft story and apparently is launching a Lovecraft cinematic universe. Um, I watched it on, I believe it was on Prime, but uh, I watched it on Amazon, but it was not free. It was, you know, I had to pay, I think I paid four bucks for the HD uh, stream or rental or whatever. Um, but there was like a limited theatrical run and it just didn't play anywhere near me. We played in Aventura. All the fucking indies play in Aventura. Yeah. Which is annoying as fuck to get to, so I'm not trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun, man. It's a, it's a horror movie and Nicolas Cage, you know, is Nicolas Cage. They give him his moment to scream a bunch and fucking, he screams cocksucker over and over again, which is weird, but, um, it's very interesting. It's real trippy and like psychedelic because it's, you know, it's Lovecraft. So it's all this like ancient, you know, sci fi horror, weird cosmic shit. Um, but if you've got, you know, I think it was like an hour and, uh, an hour and 40 minutes, something like that. Um, it was engaging. I enjoyed it. It was four bucks. I mean, if you got time and you want to see a good horror movie uh, or a decent horror movie, it's, it's not necessarily scary, but there's some pretty cool practical creatures and stuff in it um i'd say it's worth you know the four bucks and uh two hours of your life i watched it on a saturday morning last week at like 8 a.m i just woke up and i was like i'm gonna watch that before i do anything else today um but i, I is that an amc theater my house no oh uh yeah the aventura is an amc yeah okay yeah the i think amc 24 Okay, I think um, there's an IMAX in there too, but it's not like a true IMAX. Yeah, it's like a yeah, baby Max. Um, I would probably give it a f- a four, a four, a three and a half or a four. Um, it's not, it wasn't amazing, but I, you know, I'm glad to see a Lovecrafty, and I love cosmic horror. Um, it was just kind of the the bad guy is not really a thing. Like it's it's not. It's about a, like a asteroid that lands on this farm basically and starts to change the foliage and the world around it and it's it it's like sentient in some way and so it's like changing the people and making you know it's kind of like making people act differently or do different things see things so it's like it's not a creature it's not like a ghost or a monster you know so it's 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 more of a like conceptually scary thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. It's a good movie, um, and I really liked kind of the visual effects. Like in my old acid days, I would have loved this movie. Like the the end of it's like fucking trippy as hell. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's color out of space. Color out of space on uh, Amazon. I'm in it, it may be in a theater near you or something, but it's uh it's fun if you like Nicolas Cage too. It's one of his better movies. Like. He does a lot of shit still to pay his taxes off, but um, <laughs> I don't think he still has that problem, man. I mean, that's an old joke, right? No, but I mean, he still does a lot of shit ass movies. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, you're right. Anymore, he's been doing more like art house indie stuff. So you might be right. He might just be picking fun movies now. Yeah, you know, he doesn't want to probably mess with Hollywood, and you know, like, he's always the screaming B man. But like, man, him cleaned up with those glasses, though. He that looks like a role for. Um, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Uh, the guy from Jurassic Park. What's his name? Sam Neill. No, oh, no, Chris no, Pratt. No. no, the uh, Jeff Goldblum. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he has like a Jeff Goldblum like swag looking style to him. Like slick back hair, big frame glasses, button up. It's got um, the little kid from Haunting of Hill House in it. Okay. Uh, the one with the glasses. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good in it. Um, and Ch- uh, Chong is in it from Cheech and Chong. Tommy Chong. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Um, yeah, it was cool. It, it's I liked it more than Mandy. I know people loved Mandy, which was two years ago, I want to say. came out. It was Nicolas Cage. It was like a revenge um like a we really weird revenge movie and that movie's trippy as fuck because everybody's doing acid the whole time like they're all taking like super strong acid and tripping balls and so it's uh it's a weird one but that one has goblins in it uh this it's this weird like mac and cheese commercial with a goblin (laughs) that's a weird one but mandy was fun but this is more this had more of a story mandy was kind of weird and they don't really tell you what's going on. There's like these guys that are have done so much acid. They're like crazy bikers and they wear like spike metal armor. It's it's real weird and like they're almost paranormal. Like this lady blows like a, a horn and they show up and like you know, it's like they're summoned. It's very weird, but there's no real explanation. And then and then the then Nicolas Cage gets this fucking crazy ass axe that he gets forged by like a blacksmith that has a tiger in, in like this weird subterranean basements it's it's just really weird it's like almost supernatural but not so it kind of like i wish it would have just dug in and either been one or the other you know Mm -hmm. but what would you rate it uh so color out of space i'm gonna give a four i actually yeah i enjoyed it quite a bit um mandy i'd give a three for visuals mandy's like really cool there's a lot of really cool shit but the story kind of falls apart um, I also saw The Invisible Man, which I'll review in a little bit. Um, and I've been playing uh, Wolson still a little bit. I, I haven't in about a week, but Ian and I played a bunch. Uh, last weekend, on Sunday, I played Magic Cards for six hours. I know, I still smelled you the day after. <laughs> I went to a place called uh, Cool Stuff Games. And it was it's a game store um, in Hollywood area, like, I mean, I don't want to localize, but just for anyone here, it's a cool place. Uh, it's it's in it's on I believe you know where Flippers is on Taft Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's in that plaza, um, and it's a pretty. Dude, that's that's right next to. Uh, isn't there the cheesesteak place? Yeah, Sunny's cheesesteak. No, oh, yeah. you're thinking Philly steak. My place. No, 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 Sunny's. Sunny's. Oh, yeah. okay. It was on Diners Dives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Su- Sunny's famous steak hoagies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, dude, that's a great episode too. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I went and because uh, my buddy was going and um, my buddy Justin, who you've met, um, mm-hmm. I play a lot of video games with him. Like you know, we we've been he he was my old you know asset friend, but um, he's one of my best friends. And he was like, I want to like do something that's not going out at night. Like I want to hang out, but not necessarily play video games. He's like, let's go to like a game store and play. You know. One weekend we met up and we played um, Exploding Kittens or one of those like kind of it's a card game, but not really. It's like a deck builder that you then you like put a movie together and you do weird shit. And that was fun. We did that for a couple hours. And so it was like uh, one of our other friends, Tony, was going to wanted to play magic cards. So he was like, you know, I have an old deck. I'm going to put it together and you know play. So I'm like, I'll go and I'll just buy a starter deck. You know, there's usually like you can pay like 10 bucks and you'll get like a full deck that's, you know, one color so you can kind of play. And so 
I bought two. They were seven bucks each, and I got a blue. I got a green deck and a white deck, and um, you know, we just we we just play each other and then alternate. Like Justin's wife came, and then Tony was there, so there was two on two. So we would, or you know, we could play two one on one games. So we were just you know kind of alternating and playing whatever. And Tony's really good. Like he used to play competitively, and he hasn't in a long time, but his deck is still really strong. He has a vampire deck, and vampire decks are fucking broken. Like it's mm. all about hurting other people and getting health back, so you just end up with like thirty health. Like in Magic, you start with twenty health each, right? And if there's monsters down, you you can either attack, you can attack, and they can block, but your monsters can attack the player's health. They can choose to either eat the attack or defend with one of their monsters or whatever. You know, they can. That's how it kind of goes. But with vampires, they have. Uh, a bunch of them have these skills called lifelink so any damage they do goes back to the player's health so like you can end up with so much fucking health it's crazy and then a lot of them have what's called death touch where if they even if they can't kill your card if they touch it it dies because the way that cards work like monster cards they have strength and defense right two numbers so you could have like a two strength three defense right but if you mm-hmm. fight something that is a 3-3, three, three, they're going to kill your defense and your 2 isn't going to kill theirs. So they, it doesn't eat away at it. You either kill them or you don't. You know, They either go to 0 or they have 3 and you just don't get to kill them. But if you have Death Touch, your little 2 damage is still going to kill them. So it, it was just... His deck was fucking broken, but... <laughs> I still played him, you know, and then he would let me play his deck and he'd pl- you know, he had another one, so we were just... It was fun. We we just played all day, and it smelled like fucking armpits in there. And then there's this guy who kept walking by, and he smelled like moldy laundry. You know when someone leaves their laundry in the washer too long? Yeah. And it just stinks forever, and you're like, how do you not smell that? He kept walking by, and I'm like, bro, I'm going to lose my mind. But it was still fun. It was a cool place. Cool game stores are cool stuff games is a pretty cool place. And they, yeah, it's it's kind of fancy because uh, they got like uh, sound dampening things on the like hanging from the ceiling. And yeah, it looks clean for the most part. You know, m- most people picture kind of like a not a well lit area. Um, it's pretty good. The only thing is, is that they got uh, they got like 240 reviews online. And for the store in Hollywood, I guess one year ago, they fired a majority of the staff. Oh, shit. So everyone like the bad reviews is all about them firing the staff for one reason or another. Well, yeah, because the people that play there probably become good friends with the staff. I was gonna say everybody there was really nice, and like, you know, sometimes gamers can in in any kind of gamer like tabletop, you know, video games, they can be kind of gatekeeping gatekeepy because it's their niche. Like, you know, a lot of us are nerds and maybe didn't have a lot of you know social interaction or whatever. You, you didn't have a big click of friends, so like your thing becomes like something you can kind of be snobby about, you know, and not Mm -hmm. everyone's like that, but some people are, but these guys were all really cool. Like I, they built the decks, like the $7 decks were ones they put together at the store. So what they would do is, you know, they're opening packs. They're taking all the rares out, which, you know, that sucks, but then they put together really nicely balanced decks. So you have like a playable deck. And I asked the guy, I'm like, so what, you know, what do you recommend? And he's like, well, it depends on how you want to play. He's like, you know, the blue, we said, you know, green is like a Zerg deck. You're going to have a lot of nice, uh, quick monsters you can throw out. But you don't have any, like, giant... You have a couple of big boy ones that take more mana to summon. But 
He's like, it's more for like a quick win. And he's like, white is more balanced. You know, you've got like a little bit of each and you can do some healing. So I bought those two. But then he was like, blue, blue is what you play if you don't want someone to play magic. And I'm like, oh, is it like, you know, OP? And he's like, no, no, no. Literally, you make it so they can't play. Every card you have, like everything you have is spells to like just dispel anything they do. And so later we bought one of those <laughs> and we were playing with that. And it is, it's, it's really funny because what you can do is, like it had a lot of spells that you could cast that would just lock the monster. Like, so when you use, when you attack, right, you tap your monster, which means they cannot do anything else until your next turn. So you have to like choose to attack. And, you know, if you've got multiple monsters, you could choose a couple to attack and leave one so that if they get an attack on you, you can defend with that monster, you know, uh, mm-hmm. or with that creature. Well, you can, with the blue deck, you can just permanently tap people's monsters. So, like, they'll be out, but they can't do anything with them. And you can, like, wow. re- you can return people's cards to their hands. So they keep having to resummon things. It, that's, yeah. That, that's like playing uh, po- Pokemon with, like, uh, what's that? Metapod? Where you just harden? <laughs> yeah. <It's> fucking harden. <laughs> harden. Yeah. Or, what was it? Um, what's the, oh my God, what's the fish that just fl- splashes? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, gold, gear, not Golding. Um, I can't remember either. Uh, Magikarp. Magikarp, yeah. But yeah, so yeah. it was fun. Uh, I did that, uh, and then I bought a game called Last Epoch, which is another Diablo style game because Wilson annoyed me, and I've played too much Grim Dawn. Like mm-hmm. Poe, and I, I kind of bounce off of every time. Um, and Grim Dawn, I loved, but I played like a couple hundred hours of it last year, so I need to like a break. And uh, Last Epoch is in Early Access, or Last Epic. I don't know how you fucking say it. It's E-P-O-C-H. It's like a more classic-y style Diablo game, so it's a little deeper and crunchier than the newer Diablo. Mm -hmm. Um, It's in Early Access. It was 30 bucks, but it's it's really polished. It's coming out at the end of the year. Um, And I've been having a lot of fun with that, just kind of dicking around. So I um I really haven't been doing much uh not in the entertainment world like uh just mainly kind of doing stuff around the house and a little bit of that but I but like I did mention before uh, I did go to uh no I, we didn't talk about it we talked about that off the air I there was Tate's Park and Swap um that happened which is my usually go to uh event for the year but I wasn't going to go, and then last minute I actually went to go help a friend. I didn't have anything to sell, so I was helping him because he didn't have anyone. Um, so I got to walk around, freed up um, my time. I got you an awesome, awesome uh, bachelor present. I don't know what you call that. You know, like you do like bridal showers, like, I, I don't know, dude present. Should we have a bachelor party this weekend for me? <laughs> it's kind of like last minute. Should we, like, should we go tomorrow? to Ian's house and play video games or something? That's good enough for me. Um, well, we're doing that. Um, my buddy Rupert, my old roommate, is getting married next month, and we're doing a bachelor nerd day. That's awesome. Yeah, because he moved, and you know, he hasn't had been able to have a nerd day. So, yeah, I mean, you guys had a wild enough past that uh, some of these nerd days for you guys, you actually brought in some crazy <laughs> strippers or whatever they were call escorts. girls or something, and yeah. made them watch you play games. That's not what we did. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't do anything sexually with them, but whatever. No, no. We challenged them just... to dance competitions. So, <laughs> um, 
So one game that I did knock off my list of my travels was Mega Man 64. I still haven't even, I never played this game before, but uh, now I'm down to 24 games on my N64 list. Nice. So, yeah, you know, I I don't have many left. Uh, A lot of the games that I have left is like All-Star Tennis 99 or International Superstar Stalker 98, uh, Monaco Grand Prix. Monica Lewinsky's Cigar Adventure. Dude, this is all like like horrible games. But then I also got like Transformer Beast Wars Transmetals, which is a blockbuster only game. Yeah, it was an exclusive. Only five... Yeah, Worms Armageddon. That's another hard game. I uh, wish I could Bummer time Man. travel because if I could time travel, I worked at Blockbuster. I could steal all those games for you. Dude, Geomon's Great Adventure. Oh, you mean Gomon? Oh, yeah, Geo. <laughs> yeah, Gomon. Yeah, Gomon's Myst- Great Adventure, which is the second game on 64. I'm still missing that one. Do you have Mystical but, uh, Ninja starring Gomon? Yeah. Yeah, dash, dash, dash. Mystic- yeah, dash, dash. <laughs> um, I did pick up a couple games. Uh, it's a lot of cartridges, actually. Um, so I picked up uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle for uh, Nintendo Switch, loose cartridge. I picked up uh, Giga Wrecker. Uh, it's a limited run game, but cartridge only. Uh, picked up uh, SNK Heroines, uh, the girl fighting, all girl fighting game. Picked up on PS Vita, uh, Mortal Kombat, Injustice, Silent Hill, Book of Memories. I'm excited about that one. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, I love River City Ransom. Um, on Nintendo DS, I picked up River City Soccer Hooligans. Um, Death Junior for uh, Nintendo DS. Guilty Gear X, which is one of my favorite games. Dude, that game's on- so good. But this one is uh, advanced edition. This oh. is really, dude. I would I would uh, keep a Game Boy Advanced, like the like not the one that folds over, not the SP. Mm-hmm. The advanced. I would keep one in my pocket when I was working at. Um, I used to work for Progressive Insurance. When you get hurt in a car accident in Florida, I was the guy who wrote you the letters. Yeah, that was the <laughs> guy who did that. I would write you the letters, but I would take a poo-poo break um (laughs) aka go in the bathroom and play guilty gear x on my game boy advance for about an hour because i was only getting paid like i don't know 14 dollars an hour damn i got beavis and butthead for uh game boy and also this one's gonna be hard cosma tank for game boy i never heard of it i came across it so a little bit, couple additions to the collection. Um, I'm definitely over my uh, my three thousand individual games, so I I need to post some pictures and show you guys what what's all in this collection. Um, but don't rob me, please. <laughs> He's got lots of cameras. I got cameras and guns and dogs, so please don't. Guns, try razors, knives. Um. But other than that, uh, I downloaded uh, the new season of Castlevania. Uh, I'm probably going to binge watch uh, season three. I think it's four episodes again, right? I'm sorry? I think it's four episodes again. I thought it was a little bit more because I downloaded four episodes. But I was about to get on a plane, and I did it super, super quick. Um, I can't check it on my computer right now, but I will later on. Actually, we could check on IMDb. Do you? I mean, I can just so go on Netflix. I think I have it up. Not, uh, but I love uh, this series, man. It's well oh, written. It's beautiful to watch. Uh, 
Let me see. Season three shows no there's a bunch of episodes uh 10 episodes no yes no 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 no, 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 no sir yes yes no, yes sir yes sir no sir because season two was only eight episodes season one was a, a tiny amount uh it was four episodes season one was four episodes so season three they show it uh with 10 episodes one was four. Uh, yeah, two was five, six, seven. So seven episodes. And I guess, yeah, I guess it is ten episodes. That's crazy because people are saying it's too short. So I'm like. It's still too short. I mean, no matter what, you fly through the story so of what many, they're like going. So many people I know have already finished it. I'm like, how the fuck did you finish? I mean, it's, I guess it's only five hours, but I mean, it's half an hour each episode, ten episodes. It's addicting, man. You watch one, then you watch the other. You know what show I did start to watch? I started to watch that uh, the Dracula show, um, but I, I really didn't like. Uh, I thought it was gonna be like a conti- like a continuing story, but maybe I didn't give it enough of a shot. Um, the first episode started off strong. We could tell it's like a pilot episode. The second episode goes into like a different story, like a different like Dracula's Dracula, uh, but it goes into like a like a new story um but he's telling it to someone else which is kind of weird um i really wish it was a continuation because it could have been and this is the netflix dracula show yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah it was it foreign or is it uh in English? no no it's domestic oh yeah i you saw bet. like a really cool billboard for it um yeah like the one in la that has all the spikes and the shadows make dracula um but I didn't watch it. I need to see it. Um, like I said, it, it's it is a couple different uh, stories. It seems like because uh, I watched the first two episodes and then I stopped it because I, I was hoping for like a full story, but it may tie it back together. Um, it only got um, IMDb's giving it uh, six point eight out of ten. Uh, let me check what the tomato meter is, but. It's it, it it's one of those watches like uh, I put it on right before I was about to go to bed and uh, ended up watching two episodes which is pretty long. Hmm. Yeah, I wanted to watch it. I'll eventually get through it. I'm sure. There are so many Dracula shows and movies and. Oh, I have been watching anime. I started a comic got kill, uh, which is awesome. It's. On Crunchyroll, there's only one season so far, and hopefully there's another one. But you know, hopefully they're making another one. But I couldn't find anything saying they will. Um, it's really it's about assassins, um, and it's seemingly anybody can die at any time. It's one of those kind of anime, so hmm. it's really good. I know Nana Pratt has been watching it, so. Well, she made his way to the states and went to CTE two, and we missed out. So we're tired of missing out um, on uh, seeing our friends. So. Yeah. Uh, we said next year we'll, we're going to take a, a serious look at it and plan out. Uh, we really need to get together and plan our trips for the year. Yeah, uh, but I will say I'm only going to one day of C2E2. Oh, for sure. That shit, uh, I was like uh, so bored by day two. Uh, I was dead. Yeah, it, it's huge. It's awesome. Don't get me wrong if that's your thing. but uh, well, man, we're, we're not I'd, collectors, so... It's great if you have books to get signed and things like that, but if you're just like us and you, you just shop and like walk around, you're going to get through the whole show in one day. Holy fucking pops. 
I mean, oh holy pops. Um, so yeah, Dracula got an audience score of 57 on Rotten Tomatoes and 71 on the tomato meter. Um, so, hmm. not great. Not great. <laughs> not great. Okay, not great. <laughs> not good for you. <laughs> not good, kid. <laughs> uh, what I have been watching, too, is uh, a little bit of Curb. Um, oh, man. A little bit, tiny bit. I, yeah, I'm kind of savoring it, but I really need to watch more of it. Rachel's been watching literally the whole season over and over again. Sorry, but not, I yawned. Not great. Not great. Uh, sorry, I was yawning. You bore me. Fun. You bore me. Um, Castlevania on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, ninety three percent from the Tomato Meter, and average audience score ninety percent. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, IGN. I mean, not that they can be trusted, but IGN gave <laughs> it a ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, season uh, three, a hundred percent. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Uh, co-worker of mine, not really into video games too much. Uh, he likes a little bit of anime, but nothing crazy. Um, he was the one who let me know. So he texted me, hey, new season's out. Make sure you download it uh, before you get on that plane. So, And then I got on the plane and passed out after I got my ticket at 4 a.m. in the morning in Myrtle Beach. Going to maybe get four points on my license and pay 200 bucks. But... <laughs> It's the way life goes sometimes. I'm telling you, man. Those kind of tickets when you're on the highway, and I mean, you were going a little bit fast, but like when- it was, dude. Okay, all right, all right. It, I I was go- I got clocked at 62 and a 45, but it was literally sick. I, I was watching because when you it's when it's 4 a.m. and like I'm I need to make it to the airport by 6 a.m. to get home. Um, I know I'm the only one on the road, especially in like Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, right? I know I'm the only only one there, so my chances of getting pulled over extremely high, yeah. extremely high. But I just so happened to get caught in a speed trap, man. You know, literally it went from sixty to forty five, and you know, literally two words were said to me, which confirms that I was in the speed trap. The guy didn't ask any questions, didn't yeah. do anything else. You know, why are you up at four in the morning? You know, Myrtle Beach driving the to shit, Charleston. The shit that drives me nuts in those situations is I just want to be like, don't you have anything fucking better to do? Like, Dude. get a life, you loser. <laughs> shit drives me nuts. It well, makes me really mad. Shame on me for speeding because well, I've never got a speeding ticket in my life, actually. I got one for doing, I swear to God, 75 in a, no, 78 in a 70 in uh in like Jacksonville, so like Jacksonville, yeah, that sounds so nice. <laughs> Call it Jacksonville, but like I'm like, bro, there was three people in front of me going way faster than me, and I asked the guy, I'm like, why did you pull me over and not the other people in front of me? He's like, well, you were going, you were speeding. I'm like, they were clearly speeding, or my car would have been inside of their cars. So, like, they were going faster than me because there was three car lengths ahead of me with them. It's not even worth the argument, man, to argue with with cops. I'm telling you what, it's not even worth it. You, it just makes it worse. Uh, dude, I was so mad. Afterwards, I was like, fucking awesome, man. Thank you for this insane ticket. And he was just dude, like, I, have a good I, night. I'm like, definitely won't because you just charged me $350. I'll, I'll never forget this. Uh, my dad was driving me and my sister home uh, because my parents were separated uh, one night. And uh, the, the, the cop clocked us at 80. 
and he drove like a 1986 Dodge Caravan. Uh, he was like, bitch, this thing doesn't go 80. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you must be mistaken. This thing does not hit 80. And if it's hitting 80, it's on fire. Like, like this, look at the speedometer. It doesn't even read 80. Yeah. Um, I will never forget that because that was the funniest thing. But yeah, they got him anyway. Like I said, it's not worth the argument. You know, you're dealing with authority and, you know, don't test their authority. It doesn't win for you. Anyway, let's get into news. News. So we're going to have a special. Uh, this is called the Corona section. <laughs> my uh, my new thing is the curse of La Corona. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> well, um, there's a lot happening or not happening uh, or lack of happening due to the coronavirus. Yeah, bro. We got Games Done Kit. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. GDC is the Games Developer Conference. I think is what. It oh, okay. Like. No, A C A G D C. Uh, whatever. Uh, something Games Done Quickly. A G D Q. Whatever. Um, that that's not this. GDC yeah. is the. Uh, that's like the. I think it's Germany. Um. It's like the developers conference where you know it's like the better e3 where you get like actual news from games it yeah. got postponed it's probably gonna get canceled due to coronavirus so, so south by southwest is on that list too i mean you get a little bit from games in there maybe like a couple studios showing off their wares uh or uh but yeah they canceled south by southwest uh oh, again, oh. james bond no time to die delayed till september due to seven it. months yeah so, so um, more time to die they, <laughs> yeah and i got a little bit more time to die which uh they said will cost about 30 million dollars i don't understand how yeah i don't get it like did someone put this on their credit card and it's like oh man <laughs> shouldn't have done that <laughs> i put the whole budget for <laughs> the bond movie on my credit yeah. card uh Konami's delaying the TurboGrafx 16 mini as well um we we're supposed to get that at the end of this month I've been having to, so, you know, my job, I've been having to chase down, you know, some of our vendors and be like, are y'all going to have problems or like what's going on? Because everyone's know. having problems. If there's yeah. goods coming from China, I can tell you what the, um, the Chinese factory, they were out of work for a full month. Yeah. Cause Chinese new year. And then they weren't allowed back afterwards because of Corona. Yeah. And, but the thing is, the good thing is, I mean, it's not actually a good thing, but I mean, insider business here, there was a lot of you know tariff scares last year because of uh trump and you know china and chinese trade stuff so a lot of the vendors that do source from china or do have some manufacturing out there they stocked like crazy so yeah yeah so it's the same thing in all the industries so yeah you know that's the way it happens uh e3 plans continue even though uh, los angeles declared a state of emergency over the corona cases and they lost the uh, the director of e3 like quit or got fired or something like the guy who run was running it i don't know e3 is like on its last legs it's like at e2 or e1 right now <laughs> it's not at mach 5 it's, it's at mach 2 um but yeah uh that's pretty crazy that is like a a pan a pandemic pandemic like that um literally disrupting almost all industries entertainment yeah uh food import export um 
Google, Amazon. Uh, it's a it's such a weird thing because, like, yes, you know, it's it's dangerous and whatever, but like, it's got a two percent mortality rate, and it's a lot of mostly older people are dying from it. Yeah, um, but um, here's the thing: if you are uh, an employer of of people and you send them on a trip and they get sick because they're at work, you are now held liable. Oh. You got to think of it with your. Well, I, I'm more just thinking of like how much people are freaking out about it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's a thing. It's scary, but like they're acting like it's gonna kill fucking everybody. I'm like two per two percent people are gonna die. Uh, it's gonna if, kill some boomers. Uh, yeah, okay, boomer, but. <laughs> then John Oliver had a thing about it. He's like, he's like, you know, two percent doesn't sound like a lot of people. And he's like, but of all of the population, he's like, that's literally what the show The Leftovers was about. Two percent of the population <laughs> disappeared. And he's like, and that show was sad, and you know, whatever. But um, it's yeah, it's it's wild times. Um, I just was laughing because I read one of the pieces of news you put in. I'm gonna just read it because it's funny to me. Twitch streamer Carl Sork. Sore call. Sore call. Yeah. Uh, Reimer Reimer. (laughs) accidentally fired a gun on a live stream and has since been suspended from Twitch and removed from his esports team. So he actually um, he thought it wasn't loaded and supposedly he told them that uh, that he was drunk. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Twitch actually has a zero tolerance for um, showing any kind of weapons on Twitch. Uh, So he fired the gun. It hit his like Yeti canteen and ricocheted and shattered his thousand dollar monitor. And he went on to say that, like talk about his price on his monitor. Ooh, like fuck you, don't be yeah. a douche, okay? Just don't be a, like the first thing you learn when you get a gun is gun control, right? Don't be an idiot. Well, that's why I can't actually stream with the camera because you know these two guns, right? Here, <laughs> oh two yeah, guns. brother. Um, the Nintendo Play- PlayStation prototype console. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, it went up for auction. Uh, it was sold for uh, three hundred sixty thousand dollars. If you have three hundred sixty thousand dollars to shell out on a fucking Nintendo PlayStation, you should give me money. <laughs> you should give me money. Should just sew your butthole me, shut. Yeah, just give me money. I'm gonna have to get another surgery, so I need money. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. It's never fucking a- ending. Got a wedding to pay for. Um, yeah. You want to talk about uh, Baldur's Gate? So uh, Larian Studios announced that they're uh, going to have Baldur's Gate come out in early access um, sometime this year. Uh, it'll be like they did with Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2. They would release like the first kind of act, the first you know five to ten hours in early access. And then um, it helps them test for bugs and you know just helps them generate some revenue. Which is yeah. funny because Baldur's Gate doesn't need. It. I mean, that game's gonna get money, but they also did a um, they get did money, a, money, money. They did a gameplay stream um, during a I forget what convention it was, uh, PAX East, and mm-hmm. uh, it looks fucking incredible. So, dude, I watched a game, um, a game I used to love for the GameCube called Alien Hominid. It's I like that a, game, yeah. it's like an alien version of I would compare it to like Mega Man. Very fast-paced, super hard, super, super hard. You know what it reminds um, me of is old Newgrounds Flash games. Yes, 100%. Um, so they're making a new one. That's now, awesome. I don't know what system it's for. I, I missed that part of the news. That's why I didn't even add it. I, I didn't even type it into our notes here. But I'm super excited for that. 
I would hope Switch. I'd hope they stick with Nintendo. Me too. But um, you could actually buy Alien Hominid for PS2, I want to say, which just had their birthday. PS2 had its birthday. I yeah, think 20 years old or 25? 25, I think. Oof. No. Do you remember when that shit was like 250 bucks? No, because I was in high school and I have not been out of high school for 25 years. So it was 20 years because it was when I was in 10th grade. I remember I waited overnight for it. And I couldn't afford a game, so I just had a PlayStation 2 for like six months with no games. Um, uh, first release in March 4th, uh, Japan 2000. So yeah, 20 years. Yeah. Um, uh, we didn't get it until October 26th. Yeah, so it was 11th grade because I graduated in 01. I'm old as so, fuck. I know. Fuck you, Americans, you poser. Fuck you, Americans. Um, um, so Matt Reeves I, tweeted out. Hold on. Uh, oh, good. Real quick. Uh, so what was your first game for PS2? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I didn't buy a game for like six months because I was too poor. Uh, mine was Grand Theft Auto 3. Damn. I remember my buddy bought Zone of the Enders because that was a launch game. Hell yeah. We were fucking amazed by how good it looked. <laughs> That's a Kojima game. It's one of the only Kojima games I played. Mm. I've never really played any Metal Gears. You know, I've not. I didn't play uh, Death Stranding. I did play Silent Hill and uh, Silent Hills, whatever the one that, you know, the or PT, not Silent Hills. I played PT, the, you know, trailer that he did for it. That was good. Um, but anyways, so Matt Reeves tweeted a picture of the new Batmobile uh, and a kind of more, you know, more of the suit, but kind of far away. So you can yeah. see the cowl with the like kind of medium sized horns. But I the Batmobile is like very classic. It's very um, muscle car. Yeah, it's very. Uh, uh, I saw a good comparison to it. Uh, cyberpunk. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm not really loving everything I see from the design standpoint, but I love Batman, so like I'm just gonna hope that Matt Reeves makes a good Batman movie. Yeah, man, we're all going to go in with high hopes and uh, you know probably what, disappointed. So You know what I liked on the costume was that like neck protector piece, kind of like the like a dirt bike, you know, that, that weird kind of ring around the neck that's kind of like a collar. Kind of like that. Um, but I don't really like the like armor suit. I want I want the Batman we saw in Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice in that warehouse scene. That's what I want. Yeah. I want a whole movie of that shit. Like, using your grappling hook to fucking, you know, grab boxes and slap people with them. And, you know, like, being smart. Like, doing clever shit because you're a human. I don't know. Dude, the Batmobile looks like a, like a tricked-out Challenger, though. It does. It looks like, like a dude I went to high school with would drive it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the high beams are actually not even LEDs. They're, like, low beams. They're, like... <laughs> Yeah. Collagen. Do we know when this uh, movie takes place? Like, what time period? I think it's current day. But I don't mm. know. We'll see. Because it could be, given that Ben Affleck, you know, the, they haven't rebooted the the DCCU, but I think they're just kind of stripping it. It's not really... They're not rebooting it. Like, to me, since you've got Aquaman that was successful, you've got Wonder Woman that was successful... Yeah, but remember, uh, you had Ben Affleck go talk to Aquaman. No, I know. What I'm saying is, just recast Batman. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, it's not like 
anyone is tied to any of these characters at this point other than the good movies like Gal Gadot and you know whatever fucking Kyle Drogo Jason Momoa like people like those so if they recast them that might be an issue but Superman and Batman you could recast and I feel like you could slot them in no problem did Ben Affleck get thick again yeah he got fat oh come on man don't body shame but he got thick I'm about to body him son yeah, he got thick in that one movie, uh, The Way Back. Yeah. Supposedly like really bod. good. Supposedly a really good movie. I feel like I'll cry. I don't really want to cry. No. I wanted to see Outward, and then I realized, like, my dad's dead, and it's gonna the whole movie's about, like, getting a day back with your dad. I'll probably cry like a baby in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me talk about uh, The Last of Us, because we got a little bit of news on The Last of Us this past week. Um, the movie a- a- adaptation got postponed. So, so Sony has halted the development of their uh, Last of Us movie. Uh, why? HBO actually picked it up. Um, they're going to pick it up as a series. Which? As cur- it's currently in the works. That's going to be way better, I think. Like, If you do like a nice eight-episode series, I think you'll do way more justice to that story. You know? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, you, you could tell the story in two hours. You yeah. can. But you're going to miss a lot. And but the thing that I don't want is, and I saw someone else say this, so I can't take credit for it. But I don't want another Walking Dead. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like eight episodes, show us the world. You know, give us the story of Elian. Uh, what the fuck is his name? The guy, Joel. Joel. You know, give us their story, or at least you know the first game's story, uh, or even if you want, if you want to do seasons, whatever, give us a portion. But I'd love to just get like Watchmen showed me eight episodes well it was nine episodes you know eight or nine episodes you could tell a perfect story and hbo can do it and they and what you've got here is craig mazin uh is gonna be the writer or the you know the director for um this he's gonna be the showrunner and he was the writer director for uh chernobyl which is supposedly great i didn't watch it um did ellen page ever sue naughty dog for uh they ripped off her likeness I feel like she did. Um, I'm trying to find the answer right now. Uh, or I feel like she talked about it or like mentioned that they clearly made it look like her and named her Ellie. <laughs> I mean, they kind of did. But the voice actress, her name is Sarah something. She was in The Innkeepers, and it kind of looks like her. They should have just made her look like her because like, they could have just did mocap on her face. Which I'm sure they did, but they could have just made her look like her, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for Last of Us too. It looks intense, um, and I'm excited for the show. I think that sounds really good because I know people are loving Chernobyl. I I didn't watch it, but I know everyone who did said it was incredible. So yeah, it 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 is, but it's a little bit of subtitle, so make sure you uh, you're ready to read. But uh, no, not everybody, it is a really good show. Not everybody doesn't read. I can't read good. I can't read. I can't. My eyeballs don't see too good, and I can't. Uh, I, I can't put them words together very, very good. One of those Reddit uh, guys who uh, finds Easter eggs and things in, in Call of Duty found out that there's a leak coming, and it's uh, a, bo- a battle royale map. Um, they just ran the update for season two for, uh, for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And there's a separate section called classified. So we believe, you know, we, cause I play it <laughs> every once in a while. Um, 
we we believe me it's rumored that uh that that's where the battle royale is going to take place right there because on the new season once you do the update it makes it makes you watch this video when you boot it up um and it's a much larger map a lot of things are happening on that map and which you is know, pretty we, cool we really are like <laughs> yeah yeah we us call of duty players you know me and the the rest of the call of duty community you know yeah <laughs> Call of fans is what we uh, call ourselves. We call ourselves Carls because we're Carl of Duty. <laughs> Carl of Duty, a.k.a. Uh, Aqua Teen. Yeah. Hey, Fryman. Hey. Hey, shoot need, the fucking guy over there. I don't need no instruction manuals to tell me how to rock. <laughs> um, did you get the chance to see the ghosts of... Tsushima? Tsushima. Um, I watched a trailer back at E3 last year, and it looks really cool. Looked, yeah, it, was, I, it was like Sekido, but more like grounded in reality. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's going to be out in uh, on June 26th, but what got announced this past week was all the special editions. Mm. Um, so there's three that I see, um, which is a digital deluxe edition. Uh, this is your favorite. A digital version of the game. You get pre-order content, which is a soundtrack, avatar, and a dynamic theme on the PS4. Uh, digital art mini book they could view on your TV. Uh, that's all garbage. So yeah, let's let's get into the special edition. So Steelbook um, includes the game, and this is seventy bucks. Uh, digital digital mini art book. So you got download again. Director's commentary, in-game items. So uh, you get a skin. You get digital soundtrack, avatar, and theme. Everything's digital, man. I mean, seventy bucks and what you just get a yeah. steel book. Yeah, honestly, I'll buy the steel book uh, at GameStop used in like a month. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for a hundred and seventy bucks, uh, you get the steel book. It comes in a huge box, and the box looks beautiful. A cloth map, uh, a wall banner. Um, I can't read what this says, but it's a wrapping cloth. I don't know what that means. A mask and stand. Um, you get the hard uh, art book, and then you get the digital content as well. Neo it's... Two comes out in April, and I was looking at their. They have a seventy dollar like deluxe edition that comes with um, a steel book and a couple like an art book with it, uh, and I think like some like kind of coins or some things like that. I almost did it, but I'm like I don't care enough about Neo. I'm definitely gonna buy Neo Two. I enjoyed Neo One, um, but not enough that I'm going to spend an extra 30 bucks. I think it's like 79.99. Hmm. And Neo 2 is going to have a new protagonist, I guess. It's not the same Geralt looking dude. I forget his name. Um but sorry, that just reminded me like no, you're good. $170 is a lot of money for a fucking collector's edition though. I know, but it's pretty full. The I mask mean, would be cool and the art book's cool. Like if you if you're really into it, but who even knows if it's a good game, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like a tough one because like this is a new IP. You're going to fucking shell out $170 and then you might hate the game and then you got just fu- a bunch of fucking knickknacks from a fucking game that sucked. Because <laughs> that's the thing about collector's editions. A lot of times the shit ends up just being like knickknacky shit. You know, like the mask is probably something you could put on like a shelf if you're like you like a Japanese themed room or, you know, you're you're like you like that kind of aesthetic. But like. I was like, remember when Call of Duty was like, you get night vision goggles? And it's like, bitch, who the fuck needs night vision goggles for their room? Like, what kind of fucking person is just going to have 
every Call of Duty special edition. Like I got my RC car over there, and I got my uh, I got my night vision goggles. And then one year I had a replica gun with a scope. That's over there. That's cool. Like hmm. I don't know. It's just collector's editions are weird to me. Only from soft so, forever. So into the next news, I didn't write this one down because I want to talk about it. Uh, PlayStation blog uh, released an article about uh, Skater XL, which is like the answer to EA Skate. You remember that series? Yeah. yeah. Uh, make EA Skate again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're talking more about the dynamics of the game. So w- what they're doing is uh, they're not programming tricks to button combos, right? Um, so they have a unique system where the right stick controls the right foot and the left stick controls the left foot. Mm-hmm. And you can literally uh, have full control. So, like, let's say you're doing a kip flip, and there's awesome um, gifs about uh, about like the different controls. But like, let's say that like you uh, flick the front foot uh, fast. So like, if you're regular, that's your left foot, right? You flick it fast. Well, you can do a fast kick flip and catch it early. If you flip it slow, you can do a very slow, drawn out kick flip. If you uh, flicking uh, the diagonal forward, uh, then like your your board would rock it. But if you flick the diagonal back, then uh, then you kind of like throw. I sorry, I said that backwards. If you fl- if you flick the diagonal backwards, then you kind of do like a rocket kick flip. But if you flick it forward, then it do like a forward kick flip, like the nose dives in. Mm. It's a lot of control. A lot, a lot of control. Um, so that's what they're trying to do. Make it very realistic, but still fun and controllable. Um, it looks like the game, though, like from the, from what we're seeing, is like uh, the board is really glued to your feet. That's the only part I don't like, right? Yeah. Um, in EA Skate, you really had uh, you, you really had to land the tricks and have enough time to catch, or or you didn't land it at all. Hmm. I sucked at skate. I never really got into it. Fuck, so good, dude. I could tell you hours. I probably played played that game more than any other game. Um, maybe more than uh, Spider Man Two. What about more than um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Because you know you're a big part of that community. I'm a huge part of the community, but yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, probably. We don't really talk about it. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We you we know don't really it's like an to elite group. It's kind of like Fight Club. <laughs> you don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah, we don't talk about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, so is that a new game or was Skate yeah. XL some? Because I've seen what did I? Oh no, it was a Stadia commercial or something? Or no, the new the next Apple's doing like a gaming thing. I don't know. I see keep seeing these commercials for it, and there's like a skate a skate thing going on. I was like, oh, is that a new? Like a skate clone? Yeah, skate clone, but no, it was just like a fake game they made for this fucking stupid commercial. I just sent you the link. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, But I'm really really excited for it. Um, You know, I I love realistic skate games. Tony Hawk's fun and all for back in the day, but... uh, Oh, I've seen the... Yeah, yeah. We've talked about this when they first uh, showed the trailer. Yeah, this looks... Like, graphically, it looks awesome. We thought we were going to get uh, like an EA Skate 4. I mean, it it, it was so it it was petitioned by like pro skaters um and even um what's the my name is Earl guy? 
He's oh, um, 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 Jason um, Lee. Jason Lee. So Jason Lee, I mean, is a ex professional skater, a turned actor, right? And uh, now he's a professional photographer. But um, he even petitioned for it because he was uh, he was like your trainer, uh, Coach Frank, um, in the EA Skate Series, which is really cool. You know that he kind of it's kind of like a callback, right? He's showing you how to do the tricks and some of that stuff he invented. So I'm watching all the little gifs of what each thing does. So it's like the, it's just not as crazy as skate, but it's like a similar. No, it's it's almost more crazy. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say it's a more more controllable and and like more customizable, right? Um, just in skateboarding, just like inline skating, people have different styles, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, this guy is stiff. This guy's loose. You know what I mean? Um, it almost lets you kind of cater to your own style. Yeah, because I did see you can even slow your kickflips down and shit. Like you can. Control yeah, if you the flick speed. slow, then yeah. it's gonna do a slow flip. It's gonna be cuckoo nuts. It'll be interesting to see. I bet there'll be a lot of fun streamers to watch, like people who get real good at it. Can you imagine, dude? I mean, it's gonna. It's. I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope that they come out with like the special editions because I, I would fork out the money for this. This is a game that I really wanted on my next gen console, but we almost missed a whole console without getting a, a similar game to this. And EA. You got you done goofed. You, you know done what fucked they, up. You know what would be a dope fucking uh, collector's edition is a fucking deck. Oh, for sure. Like you know nothing cuckoo, obviously. Like you know uh, a workable deck though. You know nothing with like high end trucks and wheels and bearings, obviously. But you know like a decent high end or decent mid level uh, full setup. Yeah, even just a board that you could. I mean, no one would ever skate it, but you could hang on your wall. You know. Yeah. Because that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these collectors is like, here's a statue of some fuck-ass character you've never heard of. Like, yeah, that's what I mean about Ghost of Tsushima. At least they did a mask. Because imagine if they were like, here's the main character. Like, okay, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Joey. That's Joey. It's, it's, it's Joey. It's Joey it's, Samurai. <laughs> Joey fucking Samurai. It's, it's Joey Sword Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that actually hey. looks really cool. And and like I said, I will probably not play it, but I will definitely watch people watch play it. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those games that like, you probably won't play. Like me, it's like, I really want to be good at like rally games, mm -hmm. right? Like rally racing games like Dirt and um, WRC. But to be good at those games, you need to play a lot. Like a lot, yeah, a lot. Yeah. So I'd rather watch a lot of people play. Actually, before this episode today, I was watching a guy play uh, Rally uh, Rally Dirt 2.0, um, which uh, which is like the newest one. And the graphics are amazing. It's a beautiful game. And it's very realistic. And if you play with a wheel, it really feels like you're driving. Um, but, I mean, that game takes hours to sink into to actually learn the buttons when do you shift when do you break uh learning the maps things like that how to how to listen for the call outs you know medium right so forth yeah i i feel like with the this skater xl it's going to be kind of like watching dark souls like watching people do shit you'll never be able to do yeah yeah because, you know, I mean, we'll all be able to probably pick it up and, like, get an ollie or, you know, some, you know a small run going. But, like, you know there's going to be people that are going to be fucking amazing at it. Well, like, think about, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, I could ke- I could have kept the combo going to like the to the millions in that yeah. first stage in the hangar, mm-hmm. right? You could literally t- go into the millions on that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's all just how much time you sink into it. But this game looks interesting, so I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, picking it up as soon as it comes out. I don't see any word on an announcement date, but yeah, fucking, I, I guess we'll ask Joey over at fucking Ghost. Oh, well, good old Joey Tickle Dick. <laughs> Joey Tickle Donkey. <laughs> uh, um, speaking of, did you see Tony Hawk on Mass Singer or whatever? No, I don't watch that show. Oh, uh, well. Good old phony baloney hawk. What, was he a judge or did he sing? No, he was singing. Can he sing? I don't know. I didn't get to see it, but I saw I saw a, uh, I saw a meme about him being on it. Hmm. That's it. Not uh, exciting news. <laughs> we have one more piece of news. Uh, guest characters from The Boys were at C2E2 uh, and have said that Black Noir is going to be terrifying next season. And I kind of spoiled myself from the comics on who he is, so it's going to be interesting to to see. Yeah, they 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 were saying you thought last season was pretty was brutal. Wait till you see this season. Yeah. So hopefully they're not just hyping it up. It actually is pretty cool. Um, because that was a really good show. That was a really Dude. good entry season. The whole thing and it ended on a cliffhanger. If they can just keep the the same kind of momentum and and feel going, it's an incredible show. Like yeah. season one's amazing. You know what I mean? Just um, if they can keep it going, it'll be uh, great. You know, the second season will be awesome. All right, I'll do uh, two little reviews, and then we can get the hell out of here. Let's get out of Dodge. Because you just got home from a week away and haven't even spoken to your wonderful lady of the night. Lady and of the day, of I guess. Good morning, too. <laughs> lady of the time, all the time. <laughs> what do you? Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Do you want to go to the mall with me when I go get a shirt, by the way? Uh, depends on the time. I may be uh, sitting. She can come with us. We're, we're, I'm gonna go to Coral Square. Oh hell yeah! Okay, we'll go get her. We'll, we'll go to Hot Topic. Oh my uh, gosh! Uh, we'll get her like a fucking buck cherry onesie. <laughs> buck cherry onesie. <laughs> we'll get her ears pierced so we can start gauging them now. We'll get her a crazy bitch onesie. <laughs> you crazy? Be careful she's gonna wear it to your wedding i know i'm gonna well kelsey's gonna walk down the aisle to crazy bitch you didn't know that there's <laughs> no crazy. aisle we're just gonna play crazy bitch really loud on my phone while we're signing the fucking marriage license at the courthouse <laughs> i'm sure her parents are gonna love that i'm just gonna hey, look uh, you forgot the biggest news uh why we didn't record on monday what what happened on monday i forgot instead of coming over to record oh we hung up my heavy bag and i already hurt my foot Dude, I thought that that job would maybe take 10 to 15 minutes max until uh, I, I put that drill to your wall um, and uh, found out that you have a solid concrete wall fire uh, stop. Hey, you know what? It's honestly really good uh, at sound dampening. Like, that's why I don't hear my neighbors, which is great. And, like, I beat the shit out of that thing for three days straight. Like, every day other than today, I wor- you know, I've worked out um and i mean you know i'm not like i'm not the strongest guy on earth i'm but i'm punching and kicking this thing and it's not i can hear it but i know this lady can't hear it like next door but i did um so yeah it took you it, it took you uh, and I'm, I'm saying that that sounds ungrateful it took a long time because of the it was a solid concrete wall it took a long prepared. time 
and I, a trip to fucking <laughs> Home Depot. Well, I, you know, we needed some Tapcons to go into the wall because what they sent you with the kit was like these like lugs and like anchors and stuff like that. And uh, I mean, that's that, like fucking power it, tools, like yeah, super. Strong. Yeah, we would have needed like a jackhammer to go yeah. through that fucking wall to drill in because normally people would have like block. Yeah, or that would go into like wooden beams. You know, that, that's why they give you those big thick ones because it's going into wood. Um, I'll give you that big thick one. <laughs> but yeah, so then the next day I hung the bag as a hundred pound heavy bag, and it the the chain to where I have to hang it was so high up, like not so high up, but to try to pull a hundred pounds and then use dexterity to like clip a thing on it was not working. So then I brought over this like stool and I was trying to stand up and pull it up and uh FYI doing like a grabbing a chain and trying to lift a hundred pounds with my arm? arms was not working your little fucking noodles so what i did was i hugged it and picked it up because I, I brought the box in like it's a hundred pounds it's heavy but like i could carry it you know but uh i hugged it and then like stuck it on a chair and then i just you know walked up on the stool and, and got it up but uh yesterday uh i've been doing about 15 to 20 minutes out there you know it's been extremely hot and i'm extremely out of shape so you know i'm just i'm trying to pace myself and not like go too nuts but i also just want to start being active again you know it's been butthole surgery year and you know i've just been avoiding it so anyways yesterday i was trying to um i was trying to come up with just combos to work so i'm not hitting the same you know doing the same punches over and over again or the same kicks and the same knees and elbows you know i'm trying to just mix it up so i'm getting different ranges of movement and so i was trying to do a kick to switch kick just you know one after the other and i i did it a couple times and then i came down on my right foot and like i wasn't i don't know i i, I like twisted it a little bit so when i got home after the comedy show that wasn't a comedy show uh i like when i got in the car to drive home i was like my foot started hurting real bad so not real bad it just felt like maybe i twisted it not to the point of even pulling a muscle but like you know when you twist something like torque it a little bit and then it just gets sore yeah so i just didn't work out today but I'll, i'll i'll go out there tomorrow and i'll just punch it a lot and do left kicks i can do left kicks that's fine there you go but it's cool because you've been talking about doing that for a long time. So Years. Check that one off the list. That's like one of the things that it was exciting to me about owning a home is being able to just have a spot that's mine that I can hang something. You know, like you know what I wanted more than anything when I bought my house. A pergola. Um, ca- <laughs> what did you say? A pergola. <laughs> yeah, fucking Tony Pergola. <laughs> it's me, uh, t- Tony Pergola tits. <laughs> no, I wanted. Uh, I wanted cat line ran in every room. Oh, yeah. So I originally thought it was cat 5e I was going to do, but then cat 6 came out and changed the game. Um, so I put cat 6 in every room back to a hub. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know what? Cat 6 is still the, uh, the, the newest one, right? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I don't you know. fall off after that. Yeah. Um. All right, so I'll I'll I'm gonna review the Final Fantasy VII uh, remake demo that came out because it was only an hour long. It'll be a quick review. Um, okay. I I Did really beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just an hour. It's like the first hour of the game. Um, okay. It's, and how do you say 
Mako. It's it's Mako. Okay, not Mako. I, th- I think it's Mako. No, Mako. I think they call Mako? it Mako in the in the game. Um, no, Mako Mako reactor. I don't know. It could be any of those. <laughs> um, it's it's gorgeous. Um, and it actually plays really well. Uh, I was really worried about the combat being so action, but they did. They brought a similar uh, function to from like fifteen and twelve, where it's like twelve was more auto attacking. Like you would just you know basically engage the monster and it would attack for you, and then you could cue skills and magic and stuff like that. This is more you hit the button to attack but you can pause or you can slow down the game to choose like spells or limit breaks or, you know, um, abilities like, you know, cross slash or whatever, braver. Um, and you can cycle through your characters, which is cool. Like I was really worried they were just going to be like your cloud and that's it. And everyone else does, you know, dumb, whatever the things you tell them like by behaviors, but you can actively control them, which is cool. Um, and I think there's a classic mode. I might dick around with that this weekend. Um, that is more turn-based. It's more like classic Final Fantasy VII. So I'll see because it might be worth doing a playthrough that way um, when it comes out. But uh, I am. I really liked it. I was impressed actually because I've been pretty skeptical um, just because it's such a classic and iconic game. Like to change the whole gameplay and everything was kind of weird. They did give Cloud a voice, which is cool, um, you know, because he never spoke in... Um, other than at some point he says, Mako Mako, what number am I? Um, yeah. Over and over again. But he was like a silent protagonist. Um, and in this, they kind of give him, um, you know, a dialogue and stuff. Um, it's... My only fear is, like, because the way they're breaking it up, I'm wondering if they're going to skip the open world. Like, I wonder if you're going to just go story beat to story beat but we'll see i mean i'm hopeful it's just my fear is like thinking of like no random battles because there's no turn-based combat like they're not gonna make you go from the open world into an arena to fight monsters which they could they they could technically do that and that might be the way they handle random battles which could be cool too but you know they've not discussed it so we'll see that's my only real fear but i've already pre-ordered the game uh it comes out in april yeah, I want to say April. Oh no, 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 no! It got pushed back, right? Oh yeah, you're right. I think to September. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it got pushed back to January thirty first, nineteen ninety seven. Great Scott, you could put, push back to the future. Initial initial release date April 10, twenty twenty, but um, it got pushed. No, no, back. it got pushed to April tenth. It was originally March something. Ah, now you 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 you're looking at it, right? Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's all over the fucking place. I don't uh, think anyone knows. Uh, no, June... it's. Uh, sorry, guys. So I'm gonna pause real quick. Yeah, it's April 10th. Sorry, I, I just so, had to look. It got pushed you, back. It was originally gonna be March. It got pushed back a month, but at the same time, uh, last of no, uh, Cyberpunk got pushed back. Hmm. And that was the one that got pushed back all the way to September. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. I'm getting them confused. Final Fantasy. I mean, there's uh, some deluxe editions. Of course, they're going to try and bundle and get you on that. They have a pretty cool uh, cloud figure that you can get with it. 
I think it's a play art. Um, that's one of the that's the motorcycle edition or something, some stupid shit like that. But um, no, I just got the regular. I'm I might have gotten like a deluxe, but I think it was if I did. There's it's a like, premium deluxe too with like a steel book. Yeah, I think I did the steel book one. Because hmm. you know I always love a steel book. You like a steel one. You love a steel one, don't you? But yeah, um, it it assuaged a lot of my doubt. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for it actually. Um, I enjoyed the combat. It's, it's actually kind of crunchy. It's got like, you know, some depth to it. You have to pay attention to like, I mean, the first big boss, this, this spider robot thing, um, was a pretty tough boss in the original game too. Um, but in this, you know, it's action based. So you're like slashing away and your sword's doing fuck all because it's a metal thing. So you have to like stagger it and then you you know use lightning attacks with uh barrett and stagger it and then you can do some damage and you can you know save your limit breaks and once it's staggered again you can bust that out and do a bunch of damage but it was like a 10 minute fight for me um but it was fun it was good control sold good and tight yeah i mean it's basically square to attack um i want to say x brings up the menu can't remember but um there's like squares, regular attack, triangle for cloud switches stances. You can do like stronger attacks and be slower and you can't uh, block ranged attacks or you can do control mode or operator mode, something like that I think it's called, where you're more like fast and you can block uh, any range attacks and dodge a little easier. So, um, And with Barrett, uh, triangle, so square just does regular shots because, you know, he has the gun arm triangle charges and you can do like stronger shots and then so triangle originally if you have full charge will initiate charge shots and you get like five or six shots like that and then if you press triangle after that you like charge up to rebuild the charge gauge oh hell yeah yeah it was cool um and the news came out this week that red 13 the wolf character or like the the native american dog thing um he will not be playable, but he will be a character. Like he will fight with you. You just won't control him because he's just going to be a you know a dog attacking things. Um, but yeah, so that was really good. And then the other review I have is um, Invisible Man, which I saw last week. And uh, I'm just going to come out the gate. That shit was fire. That I'm going to rate it on top. I would. I mean, I'm going to give it a five. I really liked it. It's not a perfect film, but I really, really enjoyed it. I. With with ratings like this, like some things I give a five and it's like it's a perfect movie. Like Parasite. There's and like Hereditary. I love that movie. This is more like I I think it's a really good monster movie. Even though the monster is a person, you know, it's an invisible man, um, but he is a monster. You know, he's he's a piece of trash and he does a lot of horrible shit. And it they did a really good job of making him scary. Like they use a lot of th- there's a lot of scenes where they'll just pan the camera as if it's following someone, but there's no one on screen, and or they'll like turn to a corner of the room. Oh, so are they adding a lot of suspense? Yes, like they they focus on things, and you you know he could be there. Like he, they're trying to tell you he's there, maybe, but you don't know because he's invisible. You know what I mean? It's just really really smartly done. It's. And especially, like, this is what they should have done to start the Universal Dark Universe. You know, for, like, the cinematic universe for Universal Monsters. 
because this is a great movie. It's super well acted. The script's really tight. There's like a couple of little dumb things that are like don't make sense. Like there's a part where the main character goes back. So the story is this girl, um, Elizabeth Moss from um, Handmaid's Tale, and she's been in a lot of movies, but you would know her. Um, she plays this woman who's in an abusive relationship with a really wealthy man. And so in the middle of the night, she's drugged him to like sleep, you know, heavy. And she runs away. Like she escapes this abusive relationship. He then like she ends up living with a friend for a little bit. And she like won't leave the house. She's like, you know, terrified. And she finds out he's committed suicide. Right. So then um, over the course of the movie, he like is invisible and fucks with her so that he leaves her like five million dollars in the will or something like that. But it's contingent that she can't be deemed mentally unstable. So then he starts to fuck with her so that people think she's crazy. Um, and, you know, she knows because he was a tech guy and he was in optics. She's like, he's figured a way out to be invisible. Like he's using some kind of optical tricks or camera, tra- you know, something that are making it so that you can't see him. And people think she's crazy, whatever. And so that's sort of the story. Um, but it's such a grounded story. And there's just a part where like she goes back to his house. It's in the trailer. Like she's going to see and like kind of notices signs that someone's alive, you know, someone's living there. But like she Ubers to his house. <laughs> and then there's like a part he, you know, he's invisible and he comes in. It's like, you didn't see the Uber. Like it's, they kind of play it like he doesn't know she's there. But I saw mm-hmm. that as a, a lot of people complaining. But then when I watched the movie, I'm like, no, he knows she's, he, she's there. He's searching for her. So it's just weird. I don't know. But that's like, there's like little nitpicks like that, like uh, that, you know, are kind of goofy. But for the most part, it's awesome. And like, I don't want to say too much because I want everyone to go see it. But I I guess I should give it a four and a half. I really, really like it, but I wouldn't say it's perfect. And I guess I should save my fives for perfect movies. Let's see what the internet's doing. Rotten Tomatoes, 91. Metacritic, 70. Um, yeah, it's the main character from The Handmaid's Tale. She was also in... Um, she's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's she played a lot of like smaller roles, and then she was a main character in Handmaid's Tale. She's a really good actress. She's incredible in this. Like, I'm trying to remember what's her, uh, what's her first role that everyone knows her from. Yeah, I feel like she was in something, right? Like, there's, she sticks out in that way. That's like, she's been in something before. Maybe when she was young. I don't know. But her name is Elizabeth Moss. And she's awesome. Um, And so the guy that plays the Invisible Man in this is the grown-up version of the little kid with the glasses from <laughs> Haunting of Hill House. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really so cool. I watched two movies with the two forms of him uh, <laughs> this weekend, so... Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's because I don't even want to really talk about because I want you to see it. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, you need to go in blind, like you know, because there's a couple of really shocking moments that. Oh, they, Mad Men. Just Peggy. Oh, Olsen. yes, That's right. yes, 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 yes. That's where she got her first big break, starting in 2007. Yeah, she um, was uh, John Hamm's wife, right? Or something. Yep. Yeah. Or his secretary. No secretary, but then his wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, she's been acting for you know since the nineties, since nineteen ninety. Um, but no major roles until 
oh my gosh, shows uh, a voice in uh, Animaniacs for w- one episode, one act. <laughs> still, that's a cool claim to fame, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely go see it. Um, if you do, we can do a little deeper dive. You know, we can do some spoiler stuff. But I really, I want to leave. I want. I don't want anyone even to accidentally hear spoilers. Like, I got you. There's a couple of moments in this that you need to go in blind. Like they shock the shit out of you. Um, I literally screamed, "Oh shit!" <laughs> in the movie two times. Two times. Yeah, two time. Two time. Two so, yeah. time for you. Um, that's it. Definitely. Two cool things. Final Fantasy demo is free on PSN. Um, if you haven't played it, grab a copy and you know give it a chance. Uh, Invisible Man is not free. Go watch it anyways. Spend a little money. They deserve it. This is uh, Lee Wanell who directed it, and he, uh, him, and James Wan, I believe, uh, created Saw. And you know, uh, have oh, that's cool. Together. Yeah, I want. Let me let me make sure I'm not lying. That is James Wan. Uh, you lie. Ooh, boy, you lie. Yeah, yeah, it was James Wan. And uh, so James Wan directed Saw and Lee Wanell uh, wrote Saw. But James Wan and Lee Wanell worked on the story together. So Okay. And I think, yeah, they, uh, I just want to make sure. Yeah, they came up with that together. So what else has he done? He's, uh... oh, so he did, um, he wrote Saw uh, and he wrote Dead Silence, which is another movie that uh, James Wan directed. Remember that puppet movie? Yeah. And then he wrote, so he writes a lot of these movies that James Wan hmm. ends up directing. Um, but he, so he wrote Insidious and Insidious Chapter 2, which are both great. Um, he directed Insidious Chapter 3, which was meh. Uh, but then he directed Upgrade, which I haven't seen yet, but it's supposedly awesome. And then this is his like third movie that he uh, directed. So pretty cool. Oh yeah, um, he's go a, check it out. He's you know J- him and James Wan are like fixing horror right now, American horror, and I mean him, and then you've got like Ari Aster and Jordan Peele who are doing like high end, high level stuff, you know, more artsy fartsy. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I'm really looking forward to the new Candyman. Um, we talked about it before the episode a little bit, but uh, we did watch the trailer. And it ties into Candyman 1, 2, and 3. I don't remember all the names for the Candyman series, but <laughs> I used to be terrified of Candyman. Yeah. Um, because growing up in New Orleans, it, it actually, uh, I would think that like some of those rundown buildings, like he was there. Yeah. And there was, there was an abandoned building by, behind my mom's store in the French Quarter for years. I mean, even to this day, it's still abandoned, and I swear Candyman lived in there. But it was probably just a homeless <laughs> guy named Joe. You got to stop saying the name, dude. You almost said it five no, times. No, you, you need to say it in a row. Oh, okay. Yeah. Say okay. it in a row. Fair. Then you die. But yeah, uh, the new um, the new movie uh, shows the main character, um, who's actually supposed to be the boy, the, the little boy that gets taken by Candyman in the first movie. I I'm not, I'm not going to say the actor's name because I'm going to butcher it um because he has a very unique name. Um but uh his character which is Anthony McCoy uh he you know he's a little boy in the first Candyman that gets taken by uh Candyman. Um I haven't held, held seen hostage. Candyman in so long. Uh dude, I made Rachel watch it. I'm like, "Oh, this is <laughs> the scariest movie." She's like, "This?" Really? This? <laughs> uh, yeah, not scary at all. <laughs> but uh, I, 
the expected release date because uh, it's in post-production right now is June 12th. So we'll see if Corona yeah, doesn't take this one too. If the curse of La Corona. Yeah, when you say Corona uh, virus three times and you get it. Something bad happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I like the trailer for sure. Um, it's, it's interesting because this is like a different play on Candyman. This is like that kid i you know if it, if it is that he is that kid you know growing up he's now like kind of infected by candyman in some way or possessed you know he's like being drawn to bring candyman back oh yeah he, he um there's some kind of connection there yeah so looks really cool though i really like the part where he almost says the name and the one lady goes uh uh-uh, we don't say that name mm-hmm. like, <laughs> i i don't know why but i that part was like kind of eerie and cool yeah, because uh, in the first one, the character uh, Helen, um, it, you know, she's obsessed with him, and and it, the new character is the same way. So there's a lot of similarities that way as well. But we'll see. Should be cool, man. Yeah, it looks good. Um, and Jordan Peele's direct, you know, or not directing, he's producing it. So producers don't necessarily. Oh my gosh! Want to help. Or... Candyman was based. In New Orleans, because I just came up on the IMDb. I thought it was only Chicago. Oh, no, it's it New says, Orleans. It says the Candyman arrives in New Orleans and sets his sights. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, bro. Damn. He it's in Mardi Gras at a certain point. You don't remember that? No, it's I don't remember part that where, part. Uh, Mar- the Mardi Gras parade's going on. Hmm. No. But, yeah, so uh, it looks good. I'm ready for it. I'll see it in the theater for show. Is your body ready? My body is ready. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, let's uh, let's get out of here. I'm tired, boy. All right. Well, Unless there's anything we want to talk about. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if uh, you still need your nerd fix, go listen to uh, Cinecast podcast. Go listen to Pop Culture Leftovers and the Leftover Army. A couple are nerds, Boards Are Us, Who's Next Gaming Extravaganza podcast of multiple network. Um, Shutterbugs podcast and Brew Force and Ignorance. Hey, and if you want to um, give me money for my wedding, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. For real. Uh, yeah, we're, we're taking bills. donations. We're trying to get uh, shutters for our house and go to New Zealand. So uh, just look up the knot dot com, the the k n o t dot com, and search Aaron Miller, and you'll see Aaron and Kelsey, and uh, you can give me five dollars. <laughs> And I, I want to say you, thank you to uh, listener Trevor. Um, he did. He actually gave money, which is very cool. I did not expect it, and it, I truly appreciate it. He's a great dude. I don't want to say his last name, just I don't know if he's comfortable with that. But he's been listening since the nerd porn days. He's a he's a really cool dude, and awesome. He sent me a little vig, and I couldn't believe it. And actually, the McAllister sent us a pretty pretty good amount of money too. I was couldn't believe it. I'm like these, you know, these guys. You you know how how many Mountain Dew bottles that could buy? No, that's the Mears is okay. Oh gosh, okay. Whatever. Ryan and Senya, I don't think drink Mountain Dew, but I yeah. think everyone from Illinois <laughs> uh, drinks Mountain Dew. But yes, thank you, Senya. I know you listen. Brian does not, but you can tell him I said thank you. I mean, I'll hear he'll hear me on Discord. But actually, I think Senya or Brian, I forget who, but they were actually on this episode. You just didn't hear them. I had to message you. And say to turn off your Discord because you're blowing up. Oh, was that what was happening? Yeah, I turned it off before I, I didn't even see your message, but I didn't know if you could hear it. But it was. Oh uh, yeah, I could definitely hear it. 
it's not them. I I met some guys through uh, League of Legends, and they just fucking chat all the time. And so I just hear. I'm just busting your chops, mate. Yeah. Anyways, thank you, Senya. Thank you, Brian. Really, we really appreciate it. Kelsey was pretty uh, excited. She keeps texting me screenshots anytime anyone donates, and so I got Trevor's first. He was the first person other than um, Wingate to to donate. Um, For, former guest. Yeah, former host of uh, host. anime porn. Yeah. Um, and so she was really stoked because I posted it on Facebook, and then you know uh, people started. Um, donating but really just trevor did (laughs) um but i really appreciate it so you know no pressure to anyone else obviously but you know i'll take i'll take five dollars if anyone wants to give it i'll take five dollars off your hand yeah um but we love you guys um i'll be back with jesse next week uh he's gonna talk about the new fighting game that came out blue some blue fuck it's not blaze blue it's another blue thing um he got um he's gonna talk about blue balls Blue balls. You got blue balls. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what else. I'm gonna try to see a movie or something. I'm gonna get married, so I'll probably talk about my wedding. Um, and uh, yeah, we love you guys. We'll um, we'll see us. We'll see you real soon. Say uh, <laughs> say Keith Keith Ledger in the mirror five times. <laughs> He'll show up Keith at your house. Ledger. Keith Ledger. Oh my god. <laughs> He'll show up at your house. Start fucking help managing your cables. <laughs> <laughs> You really need to solve them behind this TV. <laughs> You'll be like, oh my God, he's here. And you're scared. And then he's like, man, let me help you hang these pictures and uh, really get your life together. <laughs> like, this is the best fucking ghost I've ever met. Anyways. That's your 401k. <laughs> That's your 401k. All right. We love you guys. Goodbye forever. Until next week. <laughs>